What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, in honor of Queen Elizabeth's death, Coin and I play a new game called Celebrity Death Math, where we set odds on when given celebs are most likely to die. After some brief week one thoughts, we will make our week two NFL bookie show picks. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Just didn't even make a sound. Mmm. That, ladies and gents, is the sound of a couple of crisp beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your very favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Ah! Welcome back, everybody, to The Rookie Show. I am one of your two lovely hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, straight out of Portland, Mr. 503, a.k.a. No hair up there. Elvis Coin, uh, what up, Coin? He loves ties and Matty Ice. What up to the Indianapolis Nolts? <laughs> ties? Oh, oh, I was thinking neckties. I was like, what? How does that apply? Oh, they did tie. That was All of the disgraceful. Above. <laughs> disgraceful. Yeah, Coin, nice. welcome back. This is our first back to back pod in a long time. So, are B2B. we. B2B. Are we, uh, is it Rust or. Rust or rest, which is better? Are we better off of a, you know, when we're, what, I'm trying to think, how do, what do they say when it's like they're debating if it's better to be rested or it just means you're rusty if you wait too long? You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. I was trying to think when you said it, I was like, wait, rust or rest? That applies to if you I, th- I was thinking of those. Too, I was thinking of those as like two different time lengths, but those are actually the same time length, right? And like, which one Correct. is it? Correct, yeah. That's why I was confusing so myself as well. So we're rest, we're rest. Yeah. Well, but is do we like rest or do we get rusty when we take time off? That's what I was getting at. I feel like we get rusty when we take time off. Okay. So we this is better. Back to back is better. B- back to back. Good. Then he lives there then. All right. Uh coin. Let's just dive yeah. right in. I don't know. I I was spinning things the wrong way there. Uh what are you drinking for me this evening? Noel, I've got for you. Another, I've had a Ninkasi beer on here before. I believe it was the Velocihopter. Yes. This one, they doubled down on the dinosaur theme. Uh, we're doing a Triceratops double IPA. Hmm. So you can see yeah. this nice big uh, it's Triceratops a, yeah. dinosaur. Yeah. And he's got wings. I don't think Triceratops <laughs> traditionally had wings. It looks like some kind of um, pterodactyl Triceratops combo, if I had to guess. I'm not an ornithologist or any kind of a, what's, what's the, what's for, for dinosaurs, like a paleontologist? I'm not a paleontologist. Paleontologist sounds right. Yeah. Ornithologists be birds. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Um, birds aren't real. Yeah, but it's a nice can. It's a, it's a lot of designs going on. It's kind of this turquoise and then green and then orange and not a label. Uh, Ninkasi does well with their labels. They're kind of like rogue, I would say in that sense. Is it possible that I could have come across a Triceratops somewhere? Because that name sounds very familiar. I feel like I maybe have had one somewhere, but is that a Portland brewery? I bet you we have um, in, it's actually a Eugene brewery. So maybe we had it when we went to Eugene, but they're also all over here. Perhaps, perhaps. Well, it's it's an interesting can. Yeah, I've never seen a Triceratops with with wings before. No, not with wingies before, no. How's the He's taste? pretty menacing looking. He's definitely the taste is good for a double IPA. I was kind of expecting it to be a little like heavier, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. punching in the face a little bit, but it goes down very smooth. I'm quite pleased. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me, Noel? 
Corn I've got from Alarmist Brewing. Uh, this one's called the Pantsless Pale Ale. Uh, oh, nice. So it's simply got a gentleman uh, just in his trousers. He's got a nice yellow shirt. Almost like a Dwight Schrute look. He's got the yellow shirt with the tie and then uh, no pants on and shoes. Mm-hmm. He's got a real thick beard and sunglasses. So he's at, he's clearly out and about. He's not in his home. He's, he's yeah. outdoors, yeah. blue background. To be, to be clear, he has boxers on. He's not cocked to the wind right there. <laughs> there is no cock showing on the can, on the label. Uh, it was the 2020 bronze medalist at the uh, American Cocktail Beer Festival. Apparently. Not at the Cox Out Festival. At some some American beer fest, so mm-hmm. uh, it is mm, not bad. That's all I have to say about it. I I actually like the simplicity of the label. Um, Other it's quite pleasing to the eye. I, I just wish it wasn't like labeled on the. It's very. If it was just, it's like a very obvious one too. Like sometimes yeah. they kind of blend in. This one's like they just slapped it right on. It's like. Do you get points of, for that? Huh? Like. I feel like you should get less taken away for not trying to hide the fact that it's a label. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it <laughs> depends. If it, like, it looks like they were trying to hide it and they did a really bad job, then that's deduction. This one, yeah. is, it just looks bad. I don't know. I, the it label doesn't look looks great. Bad, no. But I agree. Yeah. The design is nice. And pantsless is very simple. The pantsless pale ale. It's a good name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. There you go. Leads you to believe that if you drink enough of them, you might end up as such. I bet you're the first person to think of that. Yeah. There's a uh, beer by Tamarack in Montana called Sip and Go Naked. So a similar similar concept. That's a nice nice beer, too. It's a good name. Yeah. Tamarack's a good brewery. It is. Tamarack's good. It's going. Um, What other beers you got for me? Only one week of beers. Only one week. Uh, Let's see. It was nice. This was my first weekend, as I mentioned, uh, my first weekend of not traveling in five weeks. And I just, I was home all weekend. It was fucking amazing. Gotta say, just waking up, did not feel like I had to put my life back together before the week started or anything for work. Uh, Saturday, was able to get a nice full 18 in with the cart. It was nice and it was warm, maybe a little too warm. And it was like pretty smoky out. So the heat was kind of like trapped down mm-hmm. on top of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but golfing was great. Um, played for two bucks a hole with Joe, and I won 15 of 18 holes, so I did pretty good against oh, him. Wow, that kid sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, also hit, uh, so we were behind, the last time I promise I'll talk about it. Uh, we were behind this like super slow group um, going into the day, and it was like, you know, two guys who looked like they'd probably golf before, two guys had no fucking clue what they were doing. They were terrible. They were hitting like, two balls a piece off of the tee boxes and it was getting kind of fucking annoying. Yeah. Like they were really slowing everybody up. For sure. Um, and then on hole nine or right at the turn, Joe and I were like, well, let's just grab a hot dog. We'll run through and we kind of pull up to behind them. They're like, you guys want to play through? And we're like, yeah, sure. Might as well just instead of grabbing a dog, we'll just jump in and play through. So we step up to this tee box and it's kind of cool. This course, course we play, it's called Wildwood. It's, they've really rebranded. Their whole thing is like being like, really out in the wilderness, like out in the trees and shit. And it's kind of like, they have like Bigfoot signs all over the place and they redid their clubhouse. It looks very nice. So, but this hole is like right in front of the clubhouse. And then it's kind of a big dog leg, right? It's probably like a 300 yard ish, 320 yard hole. It's kind of a little bit downhill, but I step up to the tee box and um, absolutely uncork the best drive of my entire life. And it was, it ended up being like a 350 yard drive. That was like, 
20 yards past the green. Yeah. Oh, 20 yards I, past the green? Oh. Past the green, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guys uh, the guys that were like, like let us play through, like, they were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder about I was like, uh, yeah, that was the best drive I ever had, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, this is never going to happen again. Wow. But it was fucking sick, yeah. That had an sick. audience for it. That is sick. Um, and then Sunday was just, I barely, I had to leave my house once to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, but it was a full day of eating. Had a few people over, made biscuits and gravy. Had some uh, blueberries, fresh blueberries. Some um, bloobs? Hash browns, some bloobs. Uh, Nikki made a lovely uh, chicken, white chicken chili corn dip mm. that we uh, ate throughout periodically throughout the day. And then we ordered some wings from Wingstop. And uh, what did I didn't you... like them very much. Ah, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. What did you have, yeah. uh, what did you scoop the dip with? Tortillas? We had tortilla chips, yes, Sounds to like go with those. Chip. She had... Yeah, she had gotten the, just the Juanitas, which I like very much. Juanitas, nice, nice tasty. saltiness yeah. on those. And then uh, she had gotten this like Trader Joe's kind of non-grain brand okay. that I actually didn't try that day. Mm. And uh, I just tried them a minute ago, and they were really disgusting. <laughs> they were really bad. <laughs> really, really gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was a great day watching football. And I, the only funny thing I have so at like one ish so right between the morning and afternoon games i had to run to i had to run to new seasons which is like a nicer grocery store i don't know if you have them up there uh it's like not quite whole uh whole foods but like step just just below that like just below and uh i'm in there and i had to go pick up a thing of cheese for nikki for this corn dip and um there's this lady ahead of me in line and she looks like she looks pretty trashy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. She doesn't look great. She looks like the um, small town cookie monster uh, night pants or sleeping pants in the gas station, you know, DC like at 7 shoes, p.m. Probably. Yeah, DC shoes. Yeah, Correct. Mm-hmm. She's in there and she's in front of me in line and uh, the lady's like, oh, how's it going? She's like, it has been such a long day. <laughs> she's like, I have been up since 7.30. It was 1 p.m. She had been up for like four and a half oh hours. God. I was like, I kind of chuckled in line, and then like the lady in front of me looked at me, and I was like, what was this deal? Uh, it was just really fun to me that this lady's like, I've been up for so long on this Sunday. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. If only. I wish I could get if up only. later than that. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Great, great week of beers. That's great. Um, I also golfed. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I totally hey. forgot about it because it, it was a company golf outing uh, on mm-hmm. Wednesday, and uh, it was a scramble, and I did pretty bad. Say, I've golfed twice <laughs> this year. The first time I golfed, we only did nine holes. Felt like I did pretty okay. Um, yeah. It's not like, you know, like I think I told you, I shot a fifty-nine on on. Uh, yeah. Nine holes. It's bad score, That's but they were all like it was consistent, like sevens. Then I'd maybe get a par, and then I'd get a seven. I didn't get any like tens or like I didn't hit a bunch in the water and stuff. This time, yeah. this Wednesday, I was just kind of all over the place. I I I don't know what my score would have been because it was a scramble, and our team was probably last place. So, um, mm-hmm. but had a lot of drinks and didn't have to work that day, so that was nice. Um, my main beer for you is Saturday. Katie and I decided to go down to the Riverwalk and have a bottle of wine. So we're sitting on the Riverwalk in Chicago, two of us at a four-person table. It's packed down there. We see this real big beefcake dude walking by, probably 6'3", just totally like upper body stacked. We're making fun of his skipping leg day because he had tiny legs. 
he had bald head, beard. His The back of his head was all weird shaping like you would expect this guy to be. So we were making fun of him. All of a sudden, this guy just comes and sits at our table um, and starts chatting with us and asking us questions. And we're like, all right, whatever. And he was with his girlfriend. His girlfriend was off doing something else. I don't know. And his name was Solomon. He was a Afghani refugee, apparently, although he looked pretty white to me. That's what he kept telling me. He was an Afghani refugee. He was telling okay. us how he, like, owns basically, like, a laboratory, like, quest that, like, tests for anything and everything. Like, they do COVID testing. They also do, like, blood work and blah, 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 drug tests. Um, so he claimed to have a lot of money. He was drinking tequila, and he was talking about all kinds of crap. He was talking about his philosophies on life and religion and stuff. Like, this came out of absolutely nowhere, and he just derailed our entire date. It was fine. Like, he was interesting. <laughs> then he – he, so he's like, all right, I'm going to go get more drinks. So we got up, went and bought us another bottle of wine, which was awesome. It was probably like That's $50 because down there is, is expensive as hell. So right. uh, bought himself some – while he was in line buying us a bottle of uh, – while he was in line – he met these this other couple that he struck up conversation with, invited them over to our table. So now there's this other couple who they found <laughs> out just randomly they had a mutual friend from California. It was just this random person that they met in Chicago. It was very strange. Then, because they were all in town to go to the Bears game the next day, and then he's talking about going to this real fancy steakhouse. He's like, I got to go. He's like, you guys should come. Like, I'm like, I'm, I, we can't afford that steakhouse. And he's no. like, I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Katie's <laughs> wasted because we've had two bottles of wine and we've had nothing to eat. And so we like go to this other bar while he goes to get ready for dinner, thinking he's going to text us and invite us to the fancy steak dinner. But he never did. So uh, Yeah, I'm shocked. Solomon, he, he's got my number and I've got his. So I don't really know what that was about. Maybe this guy's going to be your connect. This is how you get rich. Maybe, maybe. He was also said he was being sued by Blue Cross Blue Shield for something. So I Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that was Did he even Saturday. say, like, was he like, was he like, can I sit down? Not really. He was very forward. <laughs> Actually, in fact, there was another group of girls that was, like, walking by, and they said, excuse me, and he, like, turned around and, like, hugged the girl. And then all of a sudden, those girls were, like, at our table, too, and they were hanging out. And then he left, and all of a sudden, it was just us and these girls. And we're like, what is happening? I, it was very strange. It was very strange. But we had a good time drinking. I love this guy. Yeah. I know. Sounds I wish great. I, I should have taken a picture with him. I should have taken a selfie, so... Uh, Maybe I can look him up on LinkedIn or something. I bet I can. There's not a lot of Solomons in... Uh, he's in Orange County, so we'll look him up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Well, Saul. So was he like... Did he have an accent? Mm-mm. No. He said he... His grandma brought him over from Afghanistan when he was three or something, and okay. so he's grew up... Still claims that refugee thing, huh? Seems kind of weird. Yeah. But... It's, bro, it's been weird. like... And he was... What did he tell me? He was in his 40s, maybe? Oh, let, let it go. 42? Like, yeah, bro. Get over it. You, you're probably a citizen. Come on. I'm a refugee. You didn't do anything. One. <laughs> yeah. Like, what you did you, you came over yeah. on your own? Yeah. Oh, but he was. He liked to talk yeah, about Yeah, I think ground. we need to have a serious conversation about the guidelines, about, like, how much ref- refugees can use that term. If you had... Like, there's no better people to talk about it than us. <laughs> <laughs> we are very informed and very knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> we... Um, yeah, listen, if you had a travesty happen to you when you were, like, two, just fucking get over it, man. Like... It didn't really happen to you. You don't even remember. Right. Like, I'm even at the almost at the point where I can barely talk about my parents being divorced anymore. Like, it's been years. Oh, my like, God. The fact barely that you brought it up, it offends me a little bit. Like, get <laughs> over it. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, okay. We're on the same page there. But yeah, no, one last thing. 
which is kind of the bombshell here. Uh, I will be moving for about three months. I don't know if you should say bombshell in such close proximity oh, to sorry. talking about refugees and things. Refugee. All right, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it is that basically for the rest of the year, I will be moving and living in Nashville, Tennessee. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my work asked me if I would go down there and help with a job down there. So I'm doing that. Damn. So next week I go down for a few days. Then I come back for a week because we're moving our apartments here. And then like first week of October, I'll be down there kind of until the end of the year. And then they're going to fly Katie down for the weekend. So that'll be nice. But oh, they're going to pay for Katie to just come down whenever? Yeah. They're gonna like every weekend or what? I told them. To expect every weekend. I mean, I probably will come back once in a while. But, yeah, when they pitched it to me, they are like, yeah, if you need to fly back every weekend, I'm like, well, can you just fly my wife down instead and then we can hang out in Nashville. So, yeah, that was uh, uh, some big news. So we'll see how that goes. Kind of annoying. We're just moving. and uh, Yeah. But, I yeah, don't know, we're trying to make the most of new it. Spot. So, yeah. yeah, I guess that's kind of like the line of work you're in. You're doing the same thing as Mac is right now. Like, he was just put... Yeah, at least you're going to Nashville. He had to go to fucking South Bend, Indiana. So oh, that sucks. Yeah. Not even in football season. They would send him out right before football season. Oh, that's brutal. I would say I did sort of have a choice. Like, it's kind of one of those things where if I absolutely said no, then they'd be like, all right, you can stay. But I was like, three months. And it might be even shorter. They're trying to like hire somebody down there that uh, could replace me and I could come back. So we'll see. So Katie's, that's kinda sick, Katie's been very yeah, be fun to- understanding. <laughs> Has she? Yeah. She's pretty excited about it. I don't know. I mean, it's still going to suck, but yeah, the fact that we can maybe explore a new city will be fun. So. But that's it. Anything else? We could get onto the meat of the pod? Mm, I don't think there's anything else. I'm ready to jump on this meat. Okay, let's jump on the meat. Let's drop the bombshell and jump on the meat. <laughs> All right. Before we get to our week two picks coin, uh, we are going to bring in a segment which we are calling celebrity death math that's right celebrity death math i was gonna look up how the the um the theme song theme song for that show went yeah so i could sing it i imagine it was some just like heavy metal i can't yeah i was like yeah oh you should just do that this is in honor of course of uh queen elizabeth passing so tragically at what 94 something like that Something like that. Some gross. Real old. She was not. She was not young. Um, it was just amazing every time you saw her that she wasn't dead. Honestly. It was amazing. It was amazing. Now, what? How many of these did you do, by the way? Five. Okay, I also did five. We always do five. So we are going to set over unders on five celebrities each for how much longer we think they may live. Um, that was all the guidelines that we gave. There, there may be some yeah. tweaks on the bets, which I did. Just want to well. say. Quickly, that this this last week and the time surrounding her death was one of the funniest points on Twitter for the last I don't know year probably it might have been number one over the last year it was pretty hilarious. It's funny that Americans just decided it's hilarious. I mean, it, come on, it's not, not even sad just Americans. Like a, also, the Irish and a lot of British oh people. yeah, there's some hate yeah over there. Yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really that sad when a 94 year old person dies. I'm sorry, no, I don't care. No, I don't care who you are. Just a fact. Could you tell me what she sounds like? I mean, you could probably imagine it sounds some crumpety Go her old voice. British person. Yeah. I All right. No I'll, I'll like. let you tell you what she sounds like. That's it. Because she's dead. Okay. Good. 
let's move on. Uh, <laughs> all right, so yes, we acknowledge that this is a very morbid topic, but it's funny. So get over that get over yourself. Just death. Everyone's gonna What's die. The all of the morbid? people on this list will die. It's just At a matter some point of in their lives. Yeah. Should you bet exactly. on when someone dies? Probably not. We're not actually betting. If I could, some of these some of these lines are pretty tasty, so we'll see. Tasty? Oh. <laughs> Uh, you want it first or you want me? Um, <clears throat> sure, I'll rip one off. Okay. All right, staying with the, staying with the um, exact, you know, qualifications and I don't know, I don't know what to, how to call it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going with. The either. reasoning for this segment. Yeah. Uh, King Charles. Mm, okay. Have you seen that guy's meat mittens? They're <laughs> disgusting. His hands are so gross looking. No, I have not. Uh, he's 73 and looks all of 89 years old. I'm putting his over under at three and a half years. So this is Queen Elizabeth's son? Yes. Okay. The current 73, king. 73, the current king. Okay. Three and a half years. That's a short reign as king. Wait, he so- looks bad. <laughs> I'll have to look him up. Okay. Uh, I did look up some stats here. So I looked up American, so this doesn't really apply. But American life expense expectancy, males 74 and a half, and females nice. 80.2. It's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. They're so, they live so much longer. So, all right. So I assume we're just going to lay out the line and the other person picks over under? Yes. Okay. Three and a half years. I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. No, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. Nice. Because that's nice. the funniest option. Uh, really, that's sad. I shouldn't it say is it's funny. funny. It is funny. Is it funny? No, it's you're a- right. Stop. You can't walk it back. It's funnier. Okay. To be clear, it's not funny when a 73-year-old person dies. That's 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 still sad. That's still sad. But a seventy-six year old. But the idea of like I finally became king and then you die in like a year. That's kind of king of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going under on Prince Charles, King Charles. There you go. Okay, I'm going a slightly different direction. I'm gonna go with a celebrity by the name of R. Kelly. Have you heard of him? Nice. Yes. R. Kelly recently in the news, so I've got some facts about each celebrity. Self-proclaimed Ooh, I love that. Pied Piper of R&B. R and B. Right. Won three Grammys for the song I Believe I Can Fly. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just sentenced to thirty years in jail in jail, which amounts to it's basically sex trafficking, is what he was uh right. right. for. He got off on a bunch of the stuff on his initial uh, trials and shit. That's why that documentary. Yeah, well came that out. was the problem, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he got off um, on everything. the stat that I found that somebody decided was true is that every year you spend in prison takes two years off of your life. Oh, interesting. I love that. So he is 55 years old. I am setting the over under at R. Kelly's death at eight years. Okay. Now, here's the math I did. If eight years in prison takes off 16 years off of his life and he's going to be 63... That takes, that's 79 would be his life expectancy if he actually dies at 63, right? Does that make sense? If he wasn't in jail. So no, let's I say, think you're doing, you did three times right there. No, I did, th- I did one for every two. So if his right, life expectancy. Right, but you're adding would, the 16 on to the end of the eight. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. Because you've lived those eight years. I'm saying if his, his life expectancy without going to jail right now is 79. But then he spends eight years in jail. That takes 16 years off his life expectancy. So his his life expectancy is now 63, and he is 63. 
Okay. Make sense? We're doing a lot of, kind of celebrity death math. Yeah, we are doing a lot of celebrity death math. I didn't expect Either way, maybe just forget about the math thing. and decide whether okay. or not over under eight years for R. Kelly to, to live. I'm giving, I'm giving R. Kelly the over. Okay. As somebody who's been so sexually active in his life and um, probably, you know, hasn't made the best decisions, but he does have money and he's in prison, so mm-hmm. I think that that helps him. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And sometimes And just... people, I don't, I don't know, I just feel like R. Kelly is like, doesn't seem like a potential shank candidate in prison, you know what I mean? You never know. If he was diddling kids, I feel like... I feel like people don't take too kindly to diddling that's, uh, kids. That's the bad. Jail. That's it's it fairly, you know. But I agree. I don't think he gets shanked. No. Um, so I'm going to take the over. Okay. Probably the right call. Probably the right call. Okay. okay. What you got next? Uh, I'm going to go to prison too. Oh, good. I will be taking Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Burp with the O. I like <laughs> that. That was doubled up. So, as we all know, the uh, Epstein death a couple of years ago where he definitely hung himself was not any foul play whatsoever. We just won't investigate it. The cameras are turned off. It was no, like, no big deal. Like, they, the cops said he was, like, a nothing person. Like, don't <laughs> talk about it at all. Like, it didn't matter at all. Just, just. Um, so, she is set to be released in 2037. That's a lot of time to reflect and a lot of... She's been in jail since 2020, and they gave her two years of that. So she's served two years now. Um, she's finally sentenced, not doing trial anymore. I feel like in the next year, she probably starts thinking, oh. you know, maybe I need to say something. So I'm putting her over under life expectancy at one and a half years. She is 60 <laughs> years old. I feel like that's going to be the, the, might be the shortest one here. We'll she's 60? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, as... I think you're probably more into conspiracies than I am. Although I agree that uh, Epstein is not a conspiracy. That's that's legit. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Just I'm. I think just odds wise, a 60 year old uh, will last longer than a year and a half. But I, you know, I don't feel good about the bet. Okay. Okay. I respect it. Okay. Uh, Next one, Bob Barker. Mmm, Bobby. Still alive, apparently. Um, he is. Do you know how old? I'm going to guess Bob Barker is 89. Bob Barker is 98 years old. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So, famously hosted The Price is Right, also kicked Happy Gilmore's ass. Those are his two Yeah, he did. Fame, right? He really did. All right, so this isn't a straight uh, over-under. This is just which occurs first. You get a bet on one of these. Okay. Bob Barker dies, or the Falcons win 10 games. That can oh, roll Bob o- Barker's that dying That can roll over that. to next year. Oh, so, like, they have to win, like... Yeah. It's not even 10 games in a season? No, cumulative. 10 from now. games? Ten, cumulative from now, 10 Falcons wins. Yeah, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. When I'm not saying their next 10-win season. I'm saying 10 wins. So, I, I, I obviously, like as a fan, I want to take the Falcons because I, I, I have a feeling that they could probably get to 10 wins combined in the next two seasons. But <laughs> I, think that, uh, I think that Bob Barker has a sense of humor. And, uh, you know, 
the under is always closer. I think he dies at 99. He doesn't get to 100. I think he dies at 99 and keeps it right there perfect. So Well, and that's yeah. like a price is right number, right? 99 and $99. It's kind of, there's some parallels there, right? People say 699 That's what I mean. 899 yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what you're saying. Okay, yeah. perfect. See? Yeah. There you go. Okay, exactly I love that. Uh, I don't know when his birthday is, but um, maybe he could, I don't know. The Falcons won't win 10 games before he turns 99. So there you go. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, not on purpose, certainly. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with... I'll stick with uh, this kind of mentally unstable and Clinton vibe I got going here. So I'm going to go uh, Kanye West. Oh, fun. Is 45 years old currently, obviously. Okay. Yeah. He of uh, being a genius, probably the smartest person alive. Yeah. Um, multiple children with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Or with Kim specifically, not... All the Kardashians. Well, we don't know for sure. Let's see a paternity test. He recently went on... Did you... I don't know if you saw that he went on a little, like, Instagram story posting rampage where he was talking about how Kim won't let him put his kids where he... In his in his school, the Donda school, They she wants them to go to, like, Sierra Canyon or something like that. Mm, I didn't see that, but that didn't surprise me. And he was just airing out dirty laundry, and he was trying to get... Um, Tristan Thompson and Scott DeSick and all these guys on his side. He's like calling them out by name in these posts. I'm sure they're like, uh, don't talk about us. <laughs> um, and then he said, they will not do, talking about his children, they will not do Playboy and sex tapes. Tell your f- Clinton friends to come get me. I'm here. Um, so he feels like he's just going down like a dangerous path. And I yeah. feel like I set this one too low. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adjust it a bit. Oh, okay. He's 45 currently. Yeah. I'm going to put it at 19 and a half years. Does Kanye get to retirement age of 65? 19 and a half. That feels like a decent line. That feels right about where I would guess. I'm very curious to see what the, uh, I don't know, the news talks about when he dies. I mean, that's also a lot of time for him to do a lot more crazy shit. So, yeah. like, are we even, like, really going to be thinking about him as an artist in 20 years? I don't know. See, Probably. that's so I, I had initially had this line at nine and a half, and I was like, I feel like he wants to stay relevant so bad, it's only just going to ramp up more and more every year, right? Probably. It's kind of like Antonio Brown is who that reminds me of. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, on a much yeah. larger scale. Um, yeah. I guess like Michael Jackson died and everyone just praised his music and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, but that's beside the point. I'll go under. I don't think he makes it there. I don't either. He's, I don't either. He's got nice. 15 like years. It. He's going to be young. It's going to be an, mm-hmm. a uh, surprise. He seems like a pretty primo die young candidate. Do you think he'll hear about this and like post us on Instagram? Like, these motherfuckers oh said I can't live to be 65. Wait, he's a southern man now? What is happening right there? I don't know. <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> said I can't be 65 years old. That's not what he sounds like. His, I haven't listened his, to a lot of his music. In his classic <laughs> Travis Kanye voice. <laughs> that was amazing. I was like, oh my god, because I'm a gay fish. Yes, I'm a there gay fish. There you go. Fish. There you go. You have to get the back to that. Uh, get the auto tune yeah. going. Okay, mm-hmm. Kanye, good one. All right, here's one. A guy that's been mentioned on the pod many times. Brendan Fraser. No. <laughs> this is this is disgusting for me bringing this up. <laughs> have you seen it? He's been in the news, right? He looks bad. He looks bad. All right, so here, so Brendan Fraser 
uh, he has starred in such films as George of the Jungle, Encino Man, mm-hmm. and The Mummy trilogy, of course. Um, during The Mummy, apparently he destroyed his body so bad doing stunts that he like had to get all these surgeries and it fucked him up really bad, gained a ton of weight, got divorced, his mom died, he was in a deep depression. Is that what happened? Yeah, all these things happened. It was, it was in like a GQ article a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh. Recently, though, he is getting Oscar buzz for playing a 600-pound English teacher in a movie called The Whale. It's called The Whale. It's about him. Oh my god. Now, keep in mind, he's not 600 pounds. There was like prosthetics and stuff. So there's people, there's PC people that are mad about fat suits, but that's another point. Oh, god. Point is, it's very sad uh, what has happened to Brendan Fraser, and I've decided I he's not my least favorite actor anymore. Um because I feel bad for him. And uh, it's I, amazing how much he's come up in our life. And I, I feel like we were early on this, or at least I have been, because I've always been a big Brendan Fraser defender. He doesn't need defenders. When you read these articles, it's like universally. Well, now, well, now <laughs> yes, okay. This was, we were talking about Brendan Fraser in college. This I know, was but I feel like I was ago. the only hater. Or no, you think you there were a more hater. haters? You were a hater. Yeah. Okay, definitely. so you've been a defender to me. I got it. Yes, got yes, it. yes. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, he's 55. Uh, I'm going to set the over under at 17 and a half years. 17 and a half. Does he get to 72 and a half? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard for me to think yes, considering what he looks like right now. It seems like there's, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Like a thyroid thing going on maybe, or I don't want to speculate on any kind of diseases, you know, but I will. (laughs) Um, <laughs> this one's not. This one's not funny. This one's really no. Morbid. It's not as funny. Why did I do this? Uh, well, I'm sure there are still like good mummy parallels. Like maybe he'll. That would be pretty <laughs> awesome if when he died he oh, got buried like like mummy wrapped. See that then it would be funny. That would be funny. Just um, and I'm gonna. Have you ever seen a fat mummy? <laughs> I haven't. That would be so funny. Wait, what uh, happens? Oh, well, he would just be like set baggy eventually because his yeah, just kind of inner would disintegrate. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Dis- disintegrate. So, disintegrate. That's actually <laughs> disintegrate because his skin disintegrates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm gonna take the under sadly, okay. and uh, I'm glad that you brought him up though. I was gonna wait to just send you a snap of it, but I did a quick trigger poll on. Um, a shirts that go hard the other day, and I I bought the uh, the mummy more like the daddy shirt with Brendan Fraser on the front. I didn't see that one. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just packing my shirts, uh, and I packed the I'm a slut for crab rangoons, and Katie was just like shaking her head, like, what the fuck is that? Have you worn it? Yet? No, I haven't worn it. I need to find an appropriate time to wear. Uh, I, uh, I was about to wear. I need to wear my uh, uh, Matisse JT on here so I can show you like the fit of it. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured that was a, that was not going to work when it took three months to get from China. <laughs> all right, who you got uh, next? All right, my next one. Um, I'll also go a kind of sad one then. I just I'm just going to keep the in pace with you and lock stuff. Appreciate that. Morgan Freeman. Oh. Currently. Hey, stop. Stop. The dog just like licks her paw and it's gross. It sounds, you can just hear that. I can't hear it, but. Yeah. Um, anyways, Morgan Freeman, 85 years old. One of the most silky voices in showbiz and not slowing down at any time. 
He's been married twice. Uh, divorced both times, so I don't know if the divorce has taken any years off your life. Currently single right now. I would venture as far as to say that Morgan Freeman probably fucking. Oh, duh. That dude's laying yeah. the pipe. Oh, no doubt. That guy's got a hammer. He's smashing. That probably keeps him young then. Like, he looks pretty good still. Probably. I get the feeling he's going to be around for a while, but I'm curious what the line is. 85 right now. Yeah. I'm making the line even to, I think he gets to the century mark, so I'm Ooh. putting it at 14 and a half. 14 Ooh, and a half okay, is the line. Okay, that's high, though. That's high, though. Okay. Too high? Gosh, I don't know, though. I mean, if anybody's going to get to a hunch. Was Betty White, she didn't get to a hunch, right? She, she was 99, right? 99. And she was Crapped around out. forever, forever. Ever. So long, so long. I hate to do it. I'm gonna go under. Morgan Freeman also does not hit the century mark. Uh, but That's so un-American. I yeah, but I feel like if he hits it, he may go to like 112. Yeah, you know, I agree. I it's like he just got to get over that hump, and then he's got 12 more years in him. So. <clears throat> Betty White, Betty White fell 17 days short. That's really sad. Are we sure though? I mean, birth. Birthings. Oh, yeah. She's probably on the island with Elvis and everything. Well, I just mean birthings uh, 100 years ago. They were inexact. Maybe her birth certificate got screwed up. Just give her the 100, you know? Maybe she was she born in born... Oak Park, Illinois. I'm literally okay. working in Oak Park, Illinois. That's yeah. where my job is. Betty White. Pride of Oak Park. Popped out a giant right there. Yeah. Mm, okay. Lovely. All right. Uh, my next one is <clears throat> Crystal the Monkey. Crystal the Monkey. What? Yeah, uh, has starred in such films as George of the Jungle with oh, Brandon nice. Frazier. Oh, nice, bringing it full circle. Night nice. at the Museum okay. and The Hangover Part 2, the monkey from that movie. Uh, Crystal. Was it was was he the monkey in... Um, she. Was she? Was she the monkey in Land of the Lost as well? Not that I know of. The only movies okay. that I recognize on Wikipedia were those three. Okay. Uh, 28 years old. She is a capuchin monkey. Um, in the wild, capuchins live to be an average of 34 to 36 years, but wow. they can live to be up to 55 years old. Gross. It's a 28-year-old pampered-ass Hollywood monkey. The over-under is Brendan Fraser. Does it live longer than Brendan Fraser? Correct. I really, I have to guess. I have to say, this monkey outlives Brendan Fraser. I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know that. I don't know that much about um, mm-hmm. animals in captivity versus wild, yeah. like and uh, life expectancies. You know, like I'm sure if I could do some kind of average of say like giraffe, rhino, fish in tank versus wild, all of those things mm. would really help me figure out what I want to do. Um, but this monkey's probably pretty pampered. I don't know. Yeah. There is a chance, though, that this monkey is, like, in pretty close proximity to some, like, hard drugs pretty often. <laughs> so. It could be a drug addict monkey. We don't know. His name's yeah. Crystal. Her name's Crystal. Yeah. Be Her Cri- name's Crystal. Crystal meth, for all we know. Right. That's what she's named after. So, but you're still going over, Brendan. Yeah, I'm probably going over Brendan Fraser. Okay. That's sad. Well, let's, my heart. let's hope this fucking monkey dies before the great Brendan Fraser. That's all I can say. Let's hope this, let's hope this fucking get, monkey dies. Get at us, PETA. Uh, let, me, let me say one quick animal comment. I was looking up animals to figure out which animal I wanted to do, and I found that uh, the whale... I was wh- thinking about an animal, too. The whale that played Free Willy is dead. 
Its name. <laughs> no, that's not the fun fact. I'm not. I'm getting there. Its name. Keiko. Willie. Willie. Keiko. So I texted the our girl made a cake. Friend, yeah. <laughs> I texted our friend Kenji, whose sister's name is Keiko, and I said, "Did you know that the whale from Free Willy is named Keiko? Do you know what his response was?" <laughs> named after her? I don't know. Who's Free Willy? <laughs> what a piece of shit. He doesn't even know who Free Willy is. Well, I mean, you've seen the South Park episode. They're not interested in freeing those whales. <laughs> fuck you, whale. Fuck you, dolphin. Fuck you, whale. <laughs> Great response. I'm glad I brought that up. Okay. All right. You got one more for me? Yeah, my final one. That would be the one Johnny Depp. Mm. Yes. Currently... Only 59. I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought he was a little bit older than that. Okay. Uh, looks like he's really aged gracefully into his kind of um, late 60s lesbian years, if I had to give him a vibe. Okay. Uh, current lead in the band Hollywood Vampires. That's true? It, to me, yeah, that is. That is true. Wow. Um, to me, he feels like a big Thursday night away from kicking the bucket. Like, one good one. Is gonna do it. He's only fifty nine. I'm putting the over under at six and a half years. <laughs> like he just went through a pretty messy, messy public divorce where he had to talk about his ex wife. Wait, yeah, why they were married, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ex wife pooping in his bed. Yeah. Like that's got to take some years off you, right? Yeah. It's one of those things where um, you spend so much time and energy on this marriage and then this divorce that. Once it's over, you just kind of go, well, what do I do now? And then you just die. Right. It's like old guys who like work the same job for 60 years, and then the minute they retire, they're like, oh, well, oh I guess I'll just die. I guess I'll die. die. Um, yeah. I was fully prepared to take the under, but you set the line pretty low, so I don't know what to do here. I'm going to take the over for the spirit okay. of Captain Jack and say he can make it to to 70, but um, I think he's getting 70. I'm not, I would not be shocked if in 2028 we hear that Johnny Depp sadly passed at, a, at the young age of 60, whatever, 65. The only thing I'm thinking is maybe he has some kind of sweetheart contract deal with uh, Disney where they're like, hey, if you make it, you make it to 2034, we're running out a new Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like a revamped one and you're playing an old ass pirate and we're, we're tossing a bag your way. I like that concept, but like the minute somebody at Disney was like, oh, I have an idea for a Pirates reboot, it's getting made in six months. So I, <laughs> that's a good point. That's but a good point. I, like your, I like your thought. And they can just make Johnny Depp look a little older. That ain't a problem. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Last one is kind of a combo. So, ooh, combo death, love that combo death. So, for for reference, these are not the people that I'm naming in the in the over under. Donald Trump okay. is 76 years old. Okay. Joe Biden is 79 years old. Right. This is not an over under either. It's just I'm giving you odds and I'm asking if you're taking these odds or not. The odds that either Hunter Biden or Donald Trump Jr. die. Before both of their dads die. <laughs> I'm giving you plus 875. 
Whoa. Hunter I'm Biden. That. You're already yeah, taking no it. Question. Have to yeah, done. Hunter Biden's yeah. 52. Don Jr.'s 44. Hunter so. Biden is 52. He is doing terrible <laughs> things to his body. Yeah, some that guy's things that like 20 year olds do, not 50 year olds do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I don't know why. I thought he was like, I don't know, maybe like 33. I mean, think about how old Joe is. He's freaking yeah, he's 80. Gross. He's gross looking. He's disgusting. Yeah, he's got old balls. They both yeah. have old balls. Okay, so you think for sure one of their sons dies before both of those guys? No doubt. No okay. doubt. All right, so what odds would have I had to set it at? Like, would you have taken even odds on that? No way. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the chaos factor, mostly. Um, okay. No, but I think if it was like plus 250, I'd probably go the other way. So that's like what? Minus... 300 minus 325 for sure sure donnie and right. biden to live longer yeah donald, then i probably take that but i'm not i'm not putting down minus 1100 on donnie and biden living that i long. feel like donald the the donald senior is just a cockroach that's gonna live to be like in 40 that's, years that's gonna, like I'm he's saying. still tweeting what is happening yeah the only um, one is that the, the x factor is that Biden is like a oh. strong breeze away from going down yeah <laughs> like, i don't know his over under what what was so what about this? Biden versus Bob Barker. Who are you taking? It's still got, I mean, come on, 98. Damn. <laughs> I might be taking Bobby here. Uh, okay, good. I was. I went back and forth on that line. I almost made a plus 1,200 on, on the sun, so I went down to plus 875. <laughs> All right. That has been the first and possibly last episode of Celebrity death math. <laughs> I'm glad we can switch up the music and not just go like uh, a falsetto. Ooh, celebrity death math. <laughs> you can uh, have both though. Yeah, you can have both. Okay, coin. Uh, nice little 45 minutes in. Let's get to week two of the bookie show. Okay, I was going to ask you if you wanted to hit on any week one first before oh, we go, but we don't have to. Just we like can. Some I was going to just thoughts. mention some things from our bets, but just quickly. But you, you want to give some thoughts on week one? Uh, yes. Just and I'll just throw them at you. You you let me know any of your thoughts either way. Okay. Uh, Thursday night game. Bills look as good as advertised. That team is crazy good, and I'm sure you saw the stat that this is their fourth time not punting in six games. I like, did see that. Um, that's good. Yeah, my comments on that are Bills and Gund. Yeah, I thought they might be. Um, <laughs> and I want to get your take. That's exactly what leads me to my next point. Uh-huh. Justin Jefferson is a monster, mm-hmm. and it's one of the same thing we were seeing with Cooper Cup last season where you're so confused about how every time he is still open. Justin Jefferson was open the entire day yesterday. Or on Sunday. And uh, yeah, 184, two tugs. It was it looked easy for the Vikings. And I'm sure that it's going to continue. Any thoughts on Justin Jefferson? Uh, you and I were, that was, I mean, we're going to ride that home to the bank. We both said top receiver on the board. We loved him. So he's our guy. So there you go. Good, and your prop bet. Prop bet looking good. Uh, we're in the lead right now. Mahomes and I'm Justin Jefferson, number after one. One out of 18 weeks. But uh, 80 to one is, is the front runner right now. Ayo. Um, did any other team have any like big bad loss or anything like that? Oh yeah, it's the uh, the Atlanta Falcons are the exact same team that they've been for the last twelve years and will continue to always just blow leads. It is it's amazing. 
I hope by listening to this pod, I mean, obviously we got Riley Kurtz in the building, so he knows the Falcons' woes, but hope people can fully understand what the Falcons have gone through because I don't think if I wasn't around you, I would fully comprehend the amount of blown leads and disgusting losses they've had. Um, so I'm glad I get to appreciate with you. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. Roll cuns forever. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of funny. So It is a little bit funny. Um, <clears throat> I did see they were showing the stats of, like, Teams with 15-point leads in the fourth quarter, Falcons are 5-3. and three. All other teams are like 252-1 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when I saw that we were 5-3, and three, and I was like, oh, that's better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, it's it's crazy. I don't know if you got to watch any of the last bit. I didn't. I just don't understand how... So we have this moment. It's... Falcons are actually rushing the ball. The, the, the shitty thing is, is that the game was extremely fun, and I know I had mentioned before the season, this is probably my fault, I wanted the Falcons to be fun, not good. The game was fun, and then they ended up not being good towards the end. This is kind of on me, but there's a point. So we're in the fourth quarter. They're running like their four-minute offense, trying to run the clock out. Uh, we're on, in their, uh, on their side of the field already. Mariota fumbles the snap on third and one, gets back to the line. Great. It's fourth and one on their 41. Or it's like going in. The 41 going in. Yep. And we punt the ball. I don't... What makes you think our offense or our defense... Our defense hasn't stopped anybody for 15 years. Why not just try to ice the game? Why not? Try yes. something different. Do something else. It's so bizarre that so many coaches still have that exact same mindset because, like, nobody at this point in time is... is um, unless you have a horrible play call, is going to bash you for going for it in that situation. Because, like, the, the conventional wisdom is these coaches are scared of the backlash and are scared to get fired because they made some bold call. At this point, you're making the dumb call. Like, you're going to get you are making less the dumb call. backlash yeah. if you go for it and don't get it and lose than if you punt it and lose. Like, so I, it just makes no sense whatsoever. There's zero reason for that. No, yeah. totally. Like, why not, at least this way, you're losing on your own terms. Exactly. Like, hey, we give them the ball. They only had to get 20 yards. Like, sure. That one's on us. We tried to ice the game. We tried. It's like going for two at the end, like the Giants did. It's like, well, if we lose, then we fail. I was so happy that the Giants did that. It's exactly what you should do if you're the worst team. Yeah. You should do that. Thank you. Um... Any real... And last... Three more quick ones. Any real takeaways from week one... Mine are, I don't think we learned anything about the Broncos, 49ers, Colts, or Packers. I don't think we can really take anything from those losses. I'm with you there. I'm not out on any of those teams. No. Uh, I do think we learned things about the Cowboys, who are the worst team in the NFC Beast. Dude. They are going to be bad. They look so bad. Dude, I already... They have... I've been saying. I've been saying. You have been. They have four more primetime games. Oh. And seven more afternoon slots. That's disgusting. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're uh, at least a month without Dak, so, which I'm glad that that's overlapping with our first matchup. But. Cardinals, bad. Not a good team. I'm not ready to give up on the Cardinals, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, <clears throat> I think it's possible that the Chiefs are just way better, but the NFC is super weak. So, yeah. Could the Cardinals be a 9-8 and eight team in the NFC? I'm not ready to give up on that dream, but yes, they looked horrible, so I'm with you there. Yeah. 
Patriots. Bad. Mm. Bad team. I'm there Not too. Good. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there already. Like I think that they might actually be worse than the Jets. Like that'll be a competitive game when they play. That'll be fun. It'd be fun to see um, if the Patriots really so. Fourth one? Yeah. Early, feeling fairly vindicated on the Bengals. They did not look very good. No. Um, I think this is going to be a long season for them. Like, they're going to have to really scrap in a lot of these games. Yeah, it feels like they're going to have a lot of similar games where they suck, 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 but they have very much capability of coming back in these games because they have a buttload of talent at skill position players and Burrow super talented. So they're never Mm going to be out of games, but they're going to have to... They're going to have to come back to win games because they're going to make mistakes and there's somehow their offensive line is still not good. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I wasn't mm-hmm. sold on the Bengals. I feel like there's always one of the two teams that makes the Super Bowl that kind of sucks the next year. Usually it's the team that loses the Super Bowl. Sometimes it's the team that wins. This year could be both. This I don't know. Could be both. <laughs> but, why yeah. not both? Why not both? Yeah. yeah. Uh, thoughts on the new look commanders? Um, give me the, give me the I breakdown. still don't like the um, jerseys, but in terms of the I like team the helmets itself, a lot. Helmets, helmets are, great. are great. Helmets are great. Agreed. They do the white with the gradients. Like even their burgundies are going to be better, but not as good um, as the Redskins uniforms. But the offensive game plan was great. Getting we have a ton of. I told you. I texted you this the other day. We might lead the league in yards after catch because we got all these shifty dudes. We got Curtis Samuel who looked awesome. He we, he mm-hmm. was unplayable last year because he was hurt. Um, Jahan Dotson, immediately great, which vindicates me. because I Jahan him to, looked amazing. I've been yeah. touting him <laughs> since March. Um, Terry didn't do that much, but had the bomb touchdown, which I let out a huge boom over here. Um, we got a lot of shifty guys, and Gibson looked good too. So offense could be fun. The defense still doesn't look awesome. Uh, we got lucky a bunch of times with Trevor Lawrence missing throws or people dropping passes, like on fourth down. Um but potential. I mean, the Carson Wentz, it's basically how he's always been. If we can overcome his three or four horrible plays a game, he makes some awesome plays. His two last two touchdowns yeah. were awesome. They were plays that Heineke couldn't dream of making. So uh, yeah. I'm excited. I, it was a roller coaster game. I was freaking nervous. I was yelling. Um, mm-hmm. But we beat, and we beat the Jags. So it's not that exciting. But Jags might not be that bad. So we'll see. You know what I envy about a roller coaster game mm-hmm. is that uh, there's like multiple ups and downs. Mine is only ever just up and then down. <laughs> it's a parabola. <laughs> yeah, it's just a parabola. It's quite awful. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this game yeah. was one of the more roller coaster games I can remember because mm-hmm. we were up fourteen nothing or whatever fourteen three. We're cruising and then it flipped with two quick picks. I'm like, we're fucked. And then we came back and won. So. So roll Durs. And we get Detroit this week. Roll Durs. We get Detroit. I think we get uh, Dallas minus Dak and somebody else. We get the Bears in a few weeks. So we could be sitting four and two all of a sudden. Yeah, That's a slate. Oh, we got to play the Eagles. I think we get the Eagles pretty soon. Uh, Last note is that. Uh, you, I included you and your wife in the uh, loser pool. Yeah. I compete in every single year. It's forty dollar yeah. entry. Usually there's like three hundred fifty to four hundred people. So it's like this year it's a, so it's a fifteen k prize pool or whatever. I've I've complained about this before that I'm pretty sure the, the commissioner takes like a ten percent commissioner's fee, which is fucking nuts. It's mm-hmm. so like fifteen hundred dollars just off the top. <laughs> whatever. Must be nice. Yeah, must be nice. Uh, three hundred eighty people in this year. 
246 out week one. That is so crazy. That, crazy. So that's Houston, This is the most Seattle. mayhem I've seen so far. Yep. Do they, do, Houston, ties Seattle, you, and Giants. You get yep. eliminated Gi- the tie. Ties, yep. Um, so. I'm an idiot because Katie and I both wanted to pick um, the Jets. And I think we I talked us into spreading the love. You guys should definitely split up, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. It sucks, because though I picked Seattle, and then, like you mentioned, I could have picked somebody else first and then switched to Seattle, which maybe I lose both. Who knows? But anyway, we lost one of our two entries, but we're still alive with the Jets. So. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I split with my sister. Nikki's out as well. Nikki had the Giants. It was a bummer. Mm. Uh, but I split with my sister, and so we still have three entries in right now. Okay. All right, that's it for uh, week one. You want to go over bets? Yeah, bookie show. So here's the standings. I'll run them through them real quick. Knowles bets three and three, but plus $77 on the pod bets. Hey. Now, I did. So here's what I decided to do $30 on each of our three bets, which can be four or five, depending on whatever. Um, And then $10 on our uh, underdog pick. So I split my like prop bets up 10, 10, and 10. So like so Baker Mayfield scoring a touchdown. I think I won $43 on or whatever, according to pod nice. bets, not in real life. So anyway, that's the explanation explanation there. I'm up seventy-seven. You're two and three, minus thirteen dollars. But yep. you hit on Hertz T D and you hit on uh, the Ravens. Yep. Uh combo bets between two of us, teaser and parlay, 0 for two. Th- minus fifty. Eee. Yeah, not good. But as a team, we are up $14 after week one. So Hey, let's we go. Um, we both also had the commanders. I didn't actually bet them in real life. You, I know you had no. them on a parlay, but we both had were, a parlay. We yeah. were both uh, high on the commanders. All right, let's get to hashtag teaser night football. Huge game, massive game. Chargers massive. at Chiefs. I'm so excited. Chiefs were, were at plus or minus three and a half. It's gone to minus four and a half now. Four, four and a half. Yeah, uh, no, no Keenan Allen, it looks like. No Keenan Allen. The over-under is 54 and a half, I believe. Yep. Um, where are you leaning? I think you know where I'm leaning. I want to hear what you're thinking. I think we're actually leaning the same way. I'm one to not bet against the Chiefs, but this feels dumb to not take 10 and a half points. Like, is there a world where the Chiefs win by 12, 13? Yeah, but it's Maybe. probably a close game. It's probably a close right. game. We're getting 10. Uh, yeah. So as much as I'm... In on the Chiefs, I think we take those points. And then, I mean, I'm going over again. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. It was, you know how unfun it is to bet the under in Mahomes games? Ugh, Mahomes and Herbert games, gross. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. We're on the same page. So we're going to go Chargers plus 10.5 over 48.5. Yep. That's a lock for sure. Locks. Okay, give me your first pick. My first pick, Noel, is... The Washington Commanders plus two and a half, minus one ten. Uh, I really liked what I saw. I think this team is good. I I really do. Um, I like your offense a lot. Um, yeah, I'm just confident in this team. This is this is in Detroit, right? Yeah, in Detroit. Katie and I are actually going to be like a couple hours away in Michigan. Uh, so I considered just driving on over, but we're not gonna probably go. Are you going to a MSU game? Uh, no, we're just going to some random town in Michigan. It's kind of a, it's a long story. Just move past it. 
I might, I might propose, yeah. Okay, nice. Again. Uh, anyways, yes, I'm really confident in the Commanders. I like what I see. I think that Carson Wentz is just going to gel a little bit more. I'm happy to see that Antonio Gibson is doing good. I purposely avoided him in every single fantasy league because of how frustrating he was last year. But I like to see him doing good. Yeah. Um, and I think your receivers are going to be a bit much for this Lions secondary. And I think that your front seven starts to gel a little bit more. It's just a matter of time. You have too much talent on your front seven to not have them gelling together. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I think our D-line played well. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, those guys did well. Um, linebackers, okay. I think our DBs, they got some work to do. But uh, I didn't watch any of the Detroit Eagles game. So it looked like they were getting killed, and all of a sudden they only lost by three. So I'm not really sure what yeah. happened there. But, uh, okay, I uh, obviously like it, but I'm not going to put that as my bet. I've also got a road plus two and a half for you. I'm going Carolina Panthers plus two and a half uh, at the Giants. I still think the Giants suck. I think Tennessee kind of sucks. So I think Tennessee blew that game. Um, I think Baker found his groove. I think he was shitty the first half of that Browns game. And now he's feeling he's going to be a lot more comfortable now after finding his groove a little bit. So I just think the Panthers are better than the Giants. Um, I, could, if, I think after this week, if the Giants win, then I'll probably change my mind on that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Totally agree. Okay. I was I was looking at that game pretty closely. I don't think I want to bet the Panthers yet. Okay. But I like it. <clears throat> Understood. Um I will be doing a little money line parlay here next. I'm gonna have to lay some juice for it, but I'm just gonna take the big dogs. Taking Bills, Packers, and Rams. Uh money line parlay. It's minus one thirty. Uh they have to beat the Titans, uh, Bears, and Falcons, respectively. I just I don't see a world where any of those teams win those three games. So that's very interesting. I also have a three favorite money line parlay for my second bet. Oh, uh, I have the Bills, Chiefs, and Ravens. Um, that's plus one seventy three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know you don't love it. Um, I think the Chiefs will win that game. I think in a teaser, it's just smarter to take the Chargers. Which, by the way, I did this last week where I. Teased the Bills and then picked the Rams for my underdog pick. That did not go well. Regardless, irregardless, um, I think these three teams are really good, and I kind of want to just bet this parlay specifically, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, until they all lose. Maybe That's maybe it's this week. a good point. Maybe it's this week. If point. not, I'll just bet it again. If it's plus 173, kidding me, I'm getting plus money on that. So. Um, Ravens are playing... Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins. Which makes me a little we'll nervous. See. The Dolphins defense is good. Dolphins could be good. Dolphins could be good. But I got faith in, in uh, Lamar. So there you go. Okay. Pick number three. I don't hate it. I'm not going to bet it because I did already bet. There's a nice little opt-in. Like they give you options, you know, like little perks every now and again on DraftKings. There was yeah. a – if you bet the money line on either of the teams for the Thursday night football game, if they get up by seven at any point, you win. Wow. So that's cool. Yeah, so I put twenty bucks on the Chargers money line immediately. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, next bet. I'm gonna do an over over under teaser. Uh sure. it's gonna be Commanders Lions over forty three and a half. Okay. Like that. Colts, Jaguars, over forty and a half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm like I'm digging it. Bengals Cowboys under 48 and a half. Oh. I don't know how the Cowboys are going to score any points, per se. Yeah. And also, I think Micah Micah Parsons is going to be in their backfield all day long. Yeah. So, I think that's a very much 13 to 6 game. 
That's that's a good bet. I, uh, yeah, probably not joining you because I just <laughs> teasing a bunch of overs and unders feels weird to me. But yeah, I agreed with the like every time you brought each one up. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see that for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so good. So that makes me feel so much good. better. Thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, my last bet is a prop. I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey longest reception over 22 and a half yards which is uh even money or whatever minus 110 um i just think prime time travis kelsey always finds that weird scurrying he's making people miss and all of a sudden he's gone for 38 yards i just think that's gonna happen so i love it okay uh, i'll also toss you i don't know if you're not doing clinics i think i've given too many picks already but i no, will you can throw give as many out. as you want because last last week i gave you the jalen hurts pick i don't know if you intended oh. including it well it's up to you Perfect. if you want to include it i have four again i want it okay. i want mike williams so also for thursday night i want mike williams anytime touchdown it's plus 130 okay unless you unless you say otherwise i'll just i'll just evenly spread so i guess i'll go 20 evenly each, spread 20 each on those four okay Spread those things. Spread them cheeks. <laughs> yeah, please. All, All right. right. Okay. It's time for our dog. He got that dog in him picks of the week. Coin, do you have that dog in you? <laughs> I got that dog. At that. What's the DMX that. line? Did, did you uh, look it up? Oh, I don't know if it's... Is it a line or he's just... It's just barking. I think it's just barking. Oh, it's a... Uh, oh, right. All right. Get us in here, DMX. We'll, we'll do some barking. Yeah, DMX. Okay. Lead us in. Okay. <laughs> Coin, uh... I don't... We didn't really take turns last week, but I don't... I'm positive you're not picking mine, so I'll let you go first. Go ahead and... I don't know how we do this. Coin, do you have that dog in you? Does, do I ask you that? Oh, no. I've got that dog okay. in me. Okay. My dog this yeah. week... Is my mainstay, mm. Mr. Kirky Cousins, mm. and the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football at the Eagles plus two and a half points plus one fifteen on the money line. I will be taking that. Uh, I think this Eagles team, for every reason I laid out for the Justin Jefferson, I don't see how any team stops them from being open all year long, honestly. And it's going to probably end up being a very close game because uh, the Eagles get some garbage time touchdowns, but. And I know that there's some primetime Kirk sadness. I am well aware. Hold on. I think it's... Wait, is this Monday or Sunday? Monday. Okay, yeah. He's horrible on Monday. Horrible. But bad. Quite poor. Yes. Maybe maybe it'll be like a devastating one-point loss. But I'm taking the money line anyways. Oh, shit. Okay. Never mind. They'll win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the Vikings pick. I mean, I'm an Eagles hater, and I'm a Kirk lover, so... And a Justin yeah. Jefferson lover, so... Bingo. All right. I'll be picking one that I know you will hate. I will be taking the Cardinals. Plus six at the Raiders. Plus 205. Uh, that line is way too big. Too high, right? Yeah. yeah what did the Raiders big. do? They they looked bad. Derek Carr threw three yeah. picks. Right? That was I, weird. I that, that was Chargers so weird. Good. Now, the Cardinals look even worse, so I guess that's the reasoning. But are they that much better than the Cardinals? I'm not sure. So, I don't know. I just think the Cardinals still have talent. Uh, maybe not on defense, but are the Raiders any good? TBD. Um, TBD. 
This is just I a like gut the Raiders. Feeling. That is just I, I like the Raiders and I would pick them to win the game, but I also agree that that's way too many points. Too many points, too many points. Okay. I'm going big. I gotta go nice. big sometimes. Love uh it. okay, now we're making a parlay. Oh shit, yes. Are we going to? I don't know what we wanna use. Uh and our parlay is just gonna be two two spreads. Doesn't have to be okay. two of the picks we've doesn't made have so to far. Be? No, I know it doesn't have to be. Um <laughs> Bless you, Excuse bless me. you. Excuse me. I'd be That's down right. to take Vikings plus two and a half in our parlay. I would as well. Okay. Yes, I would like that. Um, Is there anything else? else you're eyeing? I mean... Plus dome. You're nervous, you're nervous about uh, Dolphins. I am I, a little bit. I don't, like, I guess we could take the Mandos, but... A Vikings Mandos parlay. A Kirk Cousins so and ex Kirk's Cousins parlay. A Cousins Wentz parlay. That's disgusting. Oh, but they're both man. plus two and a half on the road. We take. Ugh. Can we? What if we? What if we add points to both? What if we go plus three to both? No, I want it to be a parlay. No, I know, but you can parlay. I think on Barstool I can do that. I can parlay. Oh, alt line. Both of them plus three. Does that make things better? No. No? You just want two and a half? They're both going to win outright, right? We can also do a different team. We don't need to do what do you think about? What do you think about just Bengals minus eight? I know I've just... I spent the whole yeah. offseason crapping on the Bengals, but I, this Cowboys yeah. team is so There's bad. no way, right? Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Okay. See, this we is do two weeks in a row, by the way. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row where we had a pick that we loved. We had the Bengal, or the Ravens last year. And then we just tossed in 49ers because we're like, oh, that'll work, right? We didn't really put much thought into it. And then that fucked us. Is this going to happen again? Maybe. But if it's against the Cowboys, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Let's, let's try it. Let's, let's win a two-team before we go to three teams. How about that? I agree. Let's do, so we're doing Bengals, Vikings? Bengals minus eight, Vikings plus two and a half. I love it. It's an anti-NFC East skins rival uh, what about a waft on top parlay? <laughs> waft on top is a great parlay. Wait, so then we include... That would be Commanders uh, and the, Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Oh, oh. That would be good. I'm going to actually do that in real life. No, <laughs> let's, let's stick to Vikings-Bengals, but I may do a waft on top parlay. If oh. you do the waft on top parlay, you might have to let me know because I'm probably okay. going to bet that. I'll let our friend Daniel Sally in on that too. Uh, okay, uh, that has been an episode of The Bookie Shoe. Yeah, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. Uh, what time is it now? <clears throat> it looks like a little bit of time. Hey! That's right. It's 10.33, by the way. Uh, that's right, oh, everybody. Shit. It is time for Stumptown, the show where I, Noel, try to stump coin and or he tries to stump me, depending on which week it is. Uh, it might be him, might be me. We try to stump each other on the trivia. So, I wish we could have a video of this so people could see what you're doing there while I'm doing that. All right. We do have a video. <laughs> I know. We could post it. Social I'll media. Where's it. our social media guy? Okay, good. All right, coin. Week one always brings surprises, and with a bunch of offensive stars on fresh legs, it also brings big individual performances. For mm-hmm. example, in 1951, I'm sure you remember, 
Norm Van Brocklin set the all-time single-game passing record with 554 yards in Week 1. Normie VB. Normie. Uh, And then in 1973, O.J. Simpson, you heard of him? He set the best opening day rushing uh, record with 250 yards against Pats. Uh, And the Week 1 receiving record was set by Frank Clark. No, not that Frank Clark, a different Frank Clark. Actually, he has an E on the end, like Anthony Clark. Of the Cowboys, he had 10 catches for 241 yards against the Redskins. This weekend, we saw Justin Jefferson put up the 15th best opening day receiving line with 184 yards. He could not surpass last year Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill, who went for 189 and 197, respectively, in week one. Yeah, big week one for those guys. Wow. Wow. This week's Stumptown, only related to week ones in history. So here you go. I got four questions for you. They have one answer each. Uh, I guess, let's just see how many you can get. I guess maybe you got to get three. I don't know. They might be really hard. They might be easy. We'll see. All right. Which quarterback... Through four, 462 yards and seven touchdowns against the Ravens in week one of 2013. This is Foles, right? No. <laughs> oh. Not week one. He did throw for seven touchdowns. That ben week. Roethlisberger. Good guess. Also, no. You get one okay. more. Okay. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, bingo, of the oh, Broncos. Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. Uh, I wasn't sure. I realized that you did not watch the Manning cast, but they were actually referencing that game a lot last week. Oh, so okay. thought maybe that one was the warm-up one. But that's okay. That's okay. You'll get this next one, I think. All right, Coin. Which Falcons running back owns the third best week one rushing game with 220 yards in 2008? I guess I'll start with Michael Turner. Michael Turner, that is correct. I knew okay. you'd get that one. Well done. I was glad I didn't go work done then Jarius Norwood because that would have been wild. <laughs> that would have been wild. Um, all right, coin. Which wide receiver has both the second and fifth most receiving yards ever in a week one? Pretty impressive. Uh, this guy, he had 217 while playing for the Arizona Cardinals in 2003. And then he had 208 receiving yards while playing for the 49ers in 2013. So again, playing for the Cardinals in 03, playing for the Niners in 13. I will give you the hint that he is known, I would say, playing for the Cardinals. There's another team that he played for in between that he's more known for than the 49ers. I didn't is even it totally. Anquan? It is Anquan Bolden. I'd probably give you too yeah. many hints there. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I, you got I was going to guess Anquan already, but thank you. Okay. I appreciate the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, that is correct. Anquan Bolden. Two 200-yard week ones in his career. That's pretty impressive. Pretty good. Pretty good, good start to the year. Got okay, last there. question. You got to get this to win Stumptown. Which free agent tight end who was drafted in 2009 has played for the Titans, Rams, Packers, Raiders, Saints, and Chargers? Set the record for most week one receiving yards by a tight end with 180 yards in 2018. Can you say the teams again? Titans, Rams, Packers, Raiders, Saints, Chargers. I 
feel like I have the right guy, and it's pissing me off because I had him a bunch last year. It's not, it's not Gerald Everett. It's um, fuck. I saw his name and I can't, I can't get it out of my head now. I can't get Everett out. He's like really like bug eyes too. I think. Yeah, his name is Gerald something, isn't it? <laughs> it's close. It's very, very close to that. You take the letter out of there, and then you'll get it. Jared Cook. Jared Cook, you got it, bingo. Well done. He tied Shannon Sharp for the week one record with 180 yards. I kind of forgot he played for half those teams, honestly. But uh, I remember him being on the Rams and the Chargers, for sure. A fantasy mainstay for me, Jared Cook. A mainstay. He's always the top guy on the waiver wire. You need to to tell him, pick up Jared Cook. ESPN's like, fuck, I don't know. He's going to have 5.6 points. Like, that's great. Great tight end week. Thank you. I wish. I had a league where I played Irv Smith. He scored zero points. So. Uh, well, Kyle Pitts scored me two, so I shouldn't. Yeah, tough, tough yeah. scene for Kyle. Oh, real quick, how we do? How'd you do in fantasy and gambling and Falcons? Don't tell uh, me you went on three. No, I did not. Okay. Uh, Falcons, Falcons obviously lost. Gambling, I had a very pretty poor week. Honestly, okay. probably worse than the Falcons. Um, but fantasy two and one, a very two strong and two and one. I put up a solid like one sixty in my Ooh. in Nikki's uh, college friends league. I just I annihilated everybody. My team good. is so good. Good. Um, Glad to hear that. And then oh yeah, in that league I have I have Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman, and Gabe Davis. They're all very mm. good. That's a good. Week, um, yeah. Anyways, that's the last time I'll talk about players. Uh, college league pulled it out. Yeah. Tough sleeper league loss where mm-hmm. I played. I had the third most points, but lost to the guy who scored the first most points. I had the exact same fantasy experience. I had dominating wins in my in my other two leagues, but lost the sleeper league. So two and one. I uh, sadly lost eleven dollars, or else I could have gone three and zero on the week. The Commanders did get the win, and uh, I did get because two and one in fantasy is a win, right? That's what's the worst. Oh, of right? course, yeah, yes, exactly. that's what. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess, I don't know if I said this already, but that has been an episode of Stumptown. No, I don't really say that. That has been an episode of The Rookie Show, I guess I usually nice. say. Nice. Uh, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Graham. You can. Not Graham Bogmo. Instagram. No. Instagram. Where can they follow you, Quinn? You can follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can you, follow can you know? follow me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Knoll on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Clark with an E, mm-hmm. as in Frank Clark or Anthony Clark. Yep. Nice. Uh, that's going to do it. Good sewed. Who's, uh, Good sewed. Who's gonna play, play us out. Now? Is there any? Did oh, we, did we name vampire any Weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. Good call. All right, I have to get some Vampire Weekend songs in there. Is he Johnny Depp's the the singer? So, so Vampire Weekend's different. He's the he's the lead singer of the Hollywood oh. Vampires. That's could what you, we, you were thinking of we Vampire have, Weekend. Could or? we have the Hollywood Vampires play us? Yeah, play us okay. out Hollywood Vampires. Okay, let's do that. That's who I Sick. thought you meant. I'm sorry. Okay, who's Vampire Weekend? What do they sing? Um, a punk. You know the song when um. Uh, Dale and Brennan meet each other in Step Brothers. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, no, no. Hollywood vampires, it is. Hollywood vampires, play us out. All right, see you next week. See you.